Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. During quarantine, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. It didn't take long for us to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most are the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us on the very first credit score spinoff, Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. Chip, chip, chip. Oh, uh, uh, I think chip, I know what you're chip, doing there. Chip, 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 That Do you know what I was, was going for there? That was a beautiful segue right there. Um, obviously, the most iconic two notes in movie history. Yes. I caught on pretty quickly. Thank you. Oh, okay. Do you think people listening caught on to it? Well, yeah. It, Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. If you've watched this episode that we're doing here, you know what it's parodying. Parodying. That's yes. hard to say. So if you clicked on this episode that is titled The Deepening, you know what episode this movie is parodying. See, it's so hard to say. Yes. You have to really pronounce you have, it. You just have to push through it with feigned confidence. Parodying. And yeah, just but it sounds keep like you're talking. saying parodying. I know, but let's just move on. Yeah. Stop parodying me. Okay. <laughs> is parroting just uh, repeating something after someone, or is it like squawking? Okay, now you've just like twisted my mind <laughs> and mushed it up. Like, what if it's I walked around the house actually parroting? Parodying. Like, yeah, but parroting is like, what? The treasure map, what? Okay. <laughs> That's real parroting. So, you guys, we have something really exciting to announce. Oh, we, but after <laughs> you just squawked in my ear, I'm a little bit it? less excited we're gonna to announce it. what we're about to announce. Yeah, it's not a vasectomy like Michael Scott. Snip, snap, snip, 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 snap, snip, snap, 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 snap. Yeah, this is big news. Uh, do you want to announce it? No, I want you to. Skylar and I got yesterday it, morning. Yesterday morning, got engaged. So this podcast... Well, no, it's pausing for the uh, them to applaud. Uh, does, I assume whoever's listening, there was like a lot of applause. I think it's more guess. of an aww, oh, a, a Linda aww. aww. Okay, so do we want noise. to do it again and, yeah. and pause for a Linda aww? Yeah. This is your chance, everyone listening, to do your Take best two. Linda aww. Yeah. Yesterday morning... Skylar and I got engaged. Aww. I'll, I'll put a Linda aww in there. The people listening to us just heard a Linda aww to go Cute. with their aww. Cute. Oh, yeah. now Linda is like supporting this engagement, which doesn't mean a lot because I feel like she would support any engagement. 
Yeah, she just be she just wants little king trash She just wants him to be happy and married. Yeah. yeah, they're in love. Anyway, it was a very exciting morning yesterday, and um, something Max and I are learning is that every time you have to tell a family member the story, it gets worse every let's, time. Yeah, it's less interesting. So we will spare you. Yeah, we will we spare won't you tell the story. But <laughs> um, and also by the time this episode goes up, this is going to be such old news. Our engagement's going to be old news in four weeks. Uh, it could, yeah, it's done. <laughs> or it might not even be. Maybe we won't even be engaged anymore. We'll be, we'll be living separately, separate lives. Biscuit will be with me. I don't know what you'll be doing. Why would you say that? You did it for the mic. I'm gonna put another Linda on there just to to help me <laughs> help me out. Um, but what it's funny because we've been listening to like our more recent episodes that we published, uh-huh. and they're so dated because they're around certain holidays. But it's already the other holiday. Yeah. So I feel like we should say something now. It's Christmas time that we're recording this, but yeah. we should say something now about like Groundhog Day, so that when is people that? people listen. That's in February, first week of well, February. Actually, that probably, was our whole year. So yeah. So should we talk? Yeah. Okay. Should we make a like? Oh, I'm so glad he didn't see a shadow. Or he did see a shadow. I don't know, Max. I don't we know. we got to record both so that I can edit it so it makes us sound like we knew what we're talking about. This just doesn't make sense at all. Okay. Because then our engagement would have been Groundhog's Day, and no, I don't like what, what, you're, what you're going with. Okay. Should I go back to parroting? Okay. Thanks. <laughs> see, this is why I said four weeks our engagement might not last. It's not going to be me making that decision. It's going to be you. Let's talk about Bob's now bob's burgers please yeah your god less please. less about us time to talk about bob's um should we start with our favorite game as always yes, let's do that okay it's time for bob pun or max pun are you ready for your first pun skylar yes i see bread people oh that is so good i'm gonna go max yes that's very good okay. oh we gotta tell a six cent story now <laughs> We both looked at each other from across the room. Our eyes went wide. Who wants to start this story? I don't think I remember it well enough to tell it in a good way. Can you tell it? Okay. So I had asked Skylar through over the course of a relationship, like if she had seen, like, of course, I'd be like, everyone has seen The Sixth Sense. And I probably lied and, and it's said got, I had. Yeah, I it's got one know. of the biggest twists in movie history. Even mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, you know the twist at this point because it's been parodied. There it is again. It's been parroted so many times by me on this podcast. Parodied. It's been parroted. Parrots have act- reenacted this scene. Okay, Max. this engagement's going to be over. <laughs> I know. So Skylar, the whole time, I was like, I was like, do you want to watch it? She's like, yeah, I'll watch it. But, but, but I was like, but you know the ending. And she's like, yeah, but I still, I have never seen it. I want to watch it. So we're watching this movie, and she thinks, we, we get to the end of the, the movie, and she is like, oh, my God. She's, like, absolutely shocked. And I'm like, you knew the end of this movie. And she goes, no, I thought the end of the movie was that the kid can see dead people. <laughs> so she had no idea that – I'm sorry for anyone else who's in Skylar's world that has never seen it – that Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. I didn't and know. And he was a ghost. And then at one point – because I didn't – Max thought that I knew he was a ghost the whole movie. So at one time, they, like, sit down – for dinner, him and his, his wife. wife yeah. And I, so I don't know he's dead. Max thinks I know he's dead because he thinks I know yeah. the plot twist. And so I was like, oh, that's so interesting. And I said something. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's too on the nose. When and you, I like, said, know on it. the nose? What do you mean? What? No, what? 
And that's when I was on to like, she doesn't know what's going on here. <laughs> this is going to be good. And it was so delightful to witness someone in, I think we watched it this year, 2020. No. Or 2019. Yeah. Being shocked by the ending to The Sixth Sense. I'm so glad I could it give that so to you. It was so pure and innocent. And what a simpler time that what? was. And what a satisfying movie. I'm so glad that was I can't believe you've avoided that the ending to that movie for I your entire was, life. I see dead people. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for your next pun? Mm-hmm. The Steven Spielberger. Bob. Max. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Bob one at some point. Do you think that's done? Mm-hmm. You know what I think the problem is that I don't know that they normally do puns that are just burger. Like, it's got to be something, something burger. An ingredient. Yeah. yeah. But something There's nothing to put I've in I've always wondered... Is sometimes these burgers, um, you you don't get a sense of what you would be ordering, and they never explain the daily specials. Right, and isn't there a joke in one of the episodes where Teddy orders the special without even like knowing what the like? He just always gets the burger of the day. Well, no, I think he gets the burger of the day, and he knows it has eggplant in it, but he's allergic to it or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. All right. Your next pun is living on a pear, topped with a slice of pear. Bob. We're halfway there. I got it. I got it. Oh, you don't want to sing it with me? Okay, fine. (laughs) That's Max. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. And your final pun is, drumroll please, biscuit. He's asleep. Um, Nice guy, spinach last. Max. Bob, okay. wow, what a I'm bad so showing off. for you this this yeah. week. I think you got one. You got I yeah. see red people. Which is a good one. Halloween burger. Yeah, that is a good one mm-hmm. for, for Halloween time. But again, I feel like that's, what would you make that? I think you would do one of those burgers that you put. Like an artis, art, artisanal bread? Or like, you know how those big burgers have that center bread in it? Mm-hmm. You could do that. Okay, like a Big Mac. Yeah, like a Big Mac. You know, when I was a kid and the Big Mac first came out, that's how old I am. Uh-huh. The Big Mac first came out. I wanted the Big Mac so badly, but I couldn't eat it because it was too big for my mouth. <laughs> so I'd have to order it and I'd just have to take out the middle bun thing because there'd be no, like, it was just too big. Good story, Max. Please tell. No, I genuinely <laughs> loved that story. Please tell more of those. Please, please. Are we ready to get into this episode? Yeah. Okay. Skylar. Okay. Title and synopsis for episode six from season three. This title is The Deepening. As we mentioned. As we mentioned. And here's the synopsis. Bob convinces Mr. Fishoder to purchase a mechanical shark known for its starring role in the movie The Deepening. At first, it makes a great attraction for the wharf until Jean, Tina, and Louise accidentally set it loose on the town. Also, Bob's soft serve machine is on the fritz. This is important as it might even help him save the town from the destruction of the shark. This episode came out on November 25th, 2012. It was written by Greg Thompson and directed by Bernard Derriman. Or Derryman. We don't know. We never know how to pronounce these names. We do our best. Um, I've got some fun facts for you before we dive into the yes, credits here. Dive, dive in. Oh, yeah. I like that. I always say that, but it works for this one. <laughs> Very excited. Um, okay. So we mentioned that all the script covers one of the uh artists i forgot his name now but we mentioned in the other episode they he does just a script illustration just for the cast and crew i love it um 
the script cover on this episode was a parody of Jaws with Bob, I think, as the shark and like Linda in. How was Bob the shark? Just, you know, that big classic shot of Jaws with like looking, coming up from the water with the girl. That's like the classic poster. Bob, I guess, was looking up. Oh, because how you said it. Uh huh. Wait, he is the shark? He's the, he's, it's like Jaws is like the top of his like nose and Jaws in the poster. Okay. Oh, and got so it, got it. It's probably like with the top of Bob's face with his mustache and stuff coming up out of the water. Love it. Yeah. That's fun. Yes. Um, so another fun fact is that the director, who is, uh, I think he's like supervising director on the series, mm-hmm. Bernard Derriman, is actually a character in this episode. Ooh. He is, there's one scene where the shark is like, it's gone loose on the town it's making its way down the the street that bob's burgers on and it's thrashing everywhere it smashes through a window and there's a like a janitor cleaning in like a bank or something Uh and he's got headphones on and doesn't even see he's oblivious to what's happening oh i didn't notice that that's apparently like an illustration of bernard derriman and on his name tag it says derriman oh i love that so look out for that when you go back and watch um, there's one part where Gene finds a retainer behind the ice cream machine. <laughs> what does he say? He's like, I don't have a retainer. He, yeah, he's, he, he puts, puts it in, it in his, his mouth. mouth. He says he found his retainer. And, uh, I think, uh, Linda says like, you don't have a retainer. And he's, he's like, oh my God. Yeah. And it's like too tight or something like that. According to the, uh, Bob sleuths on the internet, uh-huh. that retainer is Tina's because she makes a reference later on in the series that, she wore a retainer. So it was most likely Tina's that got I love lost that. back there. Did you ever have, did you wear a retainer as a I kid? I did. Yeah. So Especially because I was like. You couldn't eat those Big Macs. Well, I was born in like 1783 when we had like, <laughs> but I had like the full on like headgear. You did? That, you like, had headgear? Yeah, that strapped over your head and like go, went into your, it was awful. I never had a retainer of any kind, but it felt like every one of my friends would accidentally toss it in the trash and like they were paralyzed with fear because was, i think parents are like if you lose this they're super expensive like oh but like, i guess it's just the thing you, you go out to eat you got to take it out and put it on the table which is disgusting first of all leave it at home that's gross um How, why would you leave your retainer at home you have to wear it i, I don't know but if you're gonna go out to dinner just leave it at home so you don't have to like <laughs> take it out drop it on the table that's <laughs> And a drool coming from... Okay, we must move on because this is getting gross. Um, My last fun fact before we officially get into these credits is a big one, I think, for the Bob's universe because this is the episode where the ice cream machine gets dented by the shark. this is my favorite fun fact. They use the the ice cream machine to finally stop the shark. They throw... The the shark eats the ice cream machine because it's under Bob's... um, it, go, it gets under Bob's uh, burgers, the restaurant, and eats its way through to the top floor. And so it, the, the ice cream machine is in there, and they turn it on to, like, fill the shark's mechanics with this fluid. But it's like... <laughs> fluid's such a gross word. Yeah. It's fluid on your retainer. But it gets dented because <laughs> the know, sharks... When you said that, fluid on my retainer, I just had the image of... What's your name? Oh, yeah. Courtney, who we haven't been introduced to on Bob's, who eats her necklace all I the time. I think that is one of the most brilliant details of a character because you don't necessarily remember that the gross girl in your class would always be sucking on her jewelry. But when you see it, like, you're just like, yes, I know that girl. 
I can't wait till we do a Courtney episode on our Patreon because I think she is hilarious. She's so good. Yeah. And her and relationship so with her yeah. dad. Yeah. And like her like I don't want to like put us off track, but Right. We'll get to that yeah. episode. I don't think it's that far away. Um, yeah. where she she's first introduced. Um but yeah, this is where the the ice cream machine is dented and then from every episode net moving forward, the ice cream machine is back in its place but it has the little shark teeth dents. I love that fun fact. Yeah. So take a look for it like not just in this episode but every episode after. Yeah. Look for the dent in the soft serve machine. Great little detail. Should we get into these credits? Now? Yes. Okay. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As always, I will be starting just a few moments before the end credits and the shark has been stopped. The um, restaurant is destroyed. Mm-hmm. The floor to the restaurant has fallen into the basement. There's a, a ice cream oozing shark head. Uh, <laughs> and Bob has technically saved the day. He was like block captain for some reason. So it was yeah. on him. He was like the chief Brody from Jaws. It was on him to to stop this shark. Yep. And nothing nothing worked. Nothing worked. They tried all this stuff that made the shark even more powerful. And the final, the final uh, thing that stopped it at first was digging a hole in the street, but that's how it ended up in Bob's. It mm-hmm. ate away. The, the logics of it are not very clear how this all works with this mechanical shark, but I mean, I'm, it's a I'm willing to believe. Yeah. The, I so, mean, this is a, a powerful mechanical shark that can eat through. It's also pavement. connected to a giant like um, oil derrick. Yeah. So it's weird. Oil Derek? That's what that's called? I think so. Wow. I'm going to look this up just to make sure I sound (laughs) good. But 
Yeah, a derrick is a lifting device composed at a minimum of one guide mast as in a gin pole. What which else maybe are- <laughs> is hidden in that brain of yours? Look, this is what happens when uh, a, a, a single bachelor watches There Will Be Blood way too many times. Uh, I'm an oil man who knows about oil derricks. I drink your milkshake. I Yeah, when we were first dating, you mentioned that movie, and it's a book too, right? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Oh, but maybe. you just yeah. oh, it's, mentioned it's based, it a lot. It's based on, it's not, I think it's like kind of based on a, a book of some sort, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, you either. loved talking about it. It's obnoxious. Like, it's become such a joke, but it's such a good movie. And. Oh, God, here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> he just like took a big breath and helped Well, there's something up. about Daniel Day-Lewis films <laughs> that are just like, when I'm watching them the first time, and this is how I felt about Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. I'm bored, but then I go back and I'm like so enthralled yes. by his performance and the story. And so like I felt There Will Be Blood wasn't that way for me. Yeah, and Phantom yeah. Thread 2 was not that way for me. But then I like caught it a few times on TV and I was like, this is so good. I can't stop watching this. I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I just remember all the conversations. I would nod and like pretend to be really interested in it. Oh, you had to! I feel so bad for you. You had to put up with so much to get a, us to where we are now. Oh, that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so let's check out these. Daniel Day Lewis is not in these credits. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> let's check out the moment before the credits, and it's going to go right into it. Ah, oh, my little Bobby Block, Captain. You saved the town. Eh, just part of the job. You're fired! I can't take credit for everything, Olsen. But we got I Hugo. Pardon, Captain, I will. Okay, You're let's welcome. pause it. Okay. So, for the first time, we hear the theme song, which we hear in the credits a lot, but it's coming in over the last scenes. Is this the first time we've seen that happen? It's a good question. I can't Probably I can't think not. of one. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe back. early on they did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, Bob and Linda in the restaurant, then it cuts to Hugo being interviewed by Olsen Brenner, who mm-hmm. we've mentioned is voiced by Pamela Adlon, um, whose name we mis- mispronounced a lot in the last time we mentioned we said, her. We kept saying Adlon. Yeah, we added a syllable. Yeah. We're not good with names, but we, we love her. Yeah, so Hugo's being interviewed, and the credit music is coming in. I'm going to go back a little bit just so okay. we can maybe hear what Hugo's saying here. I can't take credit for everything, Olsen, but as Quadrant Captain, I will. You're welcome. What's up? Okay, so we we get uh, Louise comes out with the shark fin and says, who wants soup? Because they were trying to cut the way the kids, okay, the kids are responsible for knocking it over. The way they knocked it over is because they were trying to cut off the fin to make shark fin soup from a mechanical shark. Yeah, I fell asleep. When we were rewatching this, not because I was bored, but because that happened. fell asleep all the time when we're watching these. And so I was very confused why Jean was crawling up there trying to cut the fin off. And I was a little embarrassed that I had fallen asleep, so I just didn't ask you. Yeah. They were trying to get shark fin soup or something. Yeah. That reminds me of like mock turtle soup. Yeah. There is a shark fin soup, but you can't make it with a mechanical shark fin. No. It probably won't be very good. I mean, the kids know this. They've boiled lobsters in their room. They know you need real seafood. Whatever. We'll let it go. These kids are kooky. Um, so then it cuts to the generic credit sequence. Uh, we, I feel like it's we haven't seen it this generic in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Bob, Tina, and Louise prepping burgers in the kitchen with their backs to us. Yep. And almost immediately um, from 
the right side of the screen, Teddy walks by with his ladder and his toolbox. And let's see what else happens here. Okay. He's, so he's, he's, it looks like he's walking from where the kind of like dining Entrance. room is to, yeah, to the basement. Yes. Oh, wait, pause it. Pause it. Okay, I don't know if it's because I'm dyslexic, but actually, no. In the TV show, the basement's that way. No, you're, it's because you're dyslexic. Are you sure? Yeah, if we're looking the way they're looking right now, uh-huh. the basement is to the left. Okay. Butt scratch. All right. Okay, Teddy so has Teddy come is, back. Yeah, Teddy walks back across the screen without his stuff. And then as Linda appears in the window, we get Teddy walking now. Back again back to again, the basement. Yeah, with some boards and... Uh, what, what does he have in his hand? A saw, like a table yeah. saw. Yeah. Look at you. You just know all the manly words. Oh, that was from that uh, that uh, Daniel Day-Lewis movie where he played <laughs> a handyman. What was that one called? <laughs> and then we hear... So, so, whoa. So loud. So loud. Okay, can you pause it? Can you yeah. tell them? So... When that like saw sound comes on, it's just the classic kitchen scene. Teddy's not there. He's clearly in the basement. So we just hear Bob does a burger flip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gene makes his way across the screen as it ends. And th- this is something I like about, like we said, with the dented ice cream machine. Yeah, it's not like normal cartoons where something happens and then the next episode everything is like Perfect normal again. and put together. It's yeah. like. The, the ice cream machine still has shark teeth in it. The bathroom, when they redid the bathroom, or if they're going to... I think that's coming up in an episode. They redo the bathroom, and the bathroom is always it's like that. that black modern tile. Yeah. So funny. Um, there's an explanation for how the restaurant gets fixed. Teddy's fixing the basement. He's down there, like, doing handyman work. You know, that's so interesting. I actually... I know that's silly that I didn't put it together, but I didn't even think like continuity is important to this show and that if they just left well, I guess if we start the next episode we could assume that they hired Teddy to fix it. But I actually this actually links this episode with the next episode because Teddy is seemingly fixing the basement. In the next episode? Or he's cause he's doing it right now. Because he's doing it right now. Yeah. 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 And they didn't have to do that, but it's a fun little yeah. treat. So um, basically what we have with these end credits is it's the classic scene and Teddy is going back and forth down to the basement to fix um, the shark damage. Did you have the same feeling, too, where you were, like, searching the screen for, like, bigger meaning? And then you go, oh, it's actually just as subtle as him fixing the basement. Yeah, well, unlike you... Um, <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> unlike you, I've, I've, I'm usually, I'm typically awake during the end credits. So I feel like I've seen these multiple times by the time we're recording this, this one. <laughs> yeah, these end credits were new to me. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> so I, I realized the connection and that Teddy was, yeah. Yeah. Going to fix the basement. I also knew the location of the basement. So I thought you were going to sure cut that, that Max. I'm going to keep some of it in, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so I think my fa- – can I jump into some highlights? Yeah, I think it. my favorite part of this is that we've seen some really big, fancy end credits. A few weeks ago, we had Linda putting on a Broadway show about Thanksgiving. Um, and this just, like, brings us back to such – simplicity that is so satisfying yeah i think it's great 
Did you um, like like did you like how simple it was? I love how simple it's I, I think it's like you said, like going too too big too many times. Um It's a palate cleanser. Yeah. It does and and I just love the generic sequence so much. And like I've always said, like just doing little things to that generic sequence is so fun for me. Because it's more yeah. like what are they gonna do in this normal setting that I'm gonna like notice from the episode or from you know what's Yeah. Okay, so I have to I have like a theory because I I ask this question a lot. Why do we keep rewatching The Office? Why do we do it? It's like we've rewatched it 17 million times. Um during the pandemic, it's still it it like rose back to Netflix's like top rewatch show. Yeah, so, I think it's I think it's The Office and There Will Be Blood, the two top rewatched rewatch things. You make me talk about this movie one more time. Um, and my theory is that we go back to the office because sometimes our lives are so, and it's the same with Superstore. Max and I just um, started watching Superstore, um, which I didn't know was on its sixth season. So people are clearly watching I've it. I've been watching that for and a long time. And it's not sure. a big fancy, like if I went to go pitch this show it's not like so a radioactive spider does this and sets the town like this and then this is what the show is it's like um it's a superstore and it's the lives of these people um and same with the office so my theory is that we we re-watch it because life is fucking hard and there are scary things that happen but when you go to the office nothing that out of the usual can happen Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think it's very, very soothing. And I think that's why we watch Bob's too. So those small moments in the office that we don't know why profoundly move us so much, that's that's what I feel like this credit sequence is. It's just like it's a Saturday. The kids are helping their dads cook. Teddy, who is the stable character in their lives, is helping with the basement. And there's just something so profoundly comforting about the sequence i didn't know i was gonna go that deep with this i'm sorry (laughs) i'm not gonna lie that was beautiful i'm touched over here anyway i'm sorry i went on that tangent but i feel it it deeply in my soul wow what an explanation so i feel like now we have to get into the segment that sometimes we forget to do it but the stepchild segment i know it's so rude um were these end credits better than the episode itself no right Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought it was like a trick question. No, I think I think it's one of those ones that complements the episode very yeah. well. And it doesn't make as much... I mean, it could make sense because Teddy's always there fixing stuff. He's their handyman. But without the episode, it's not as enjoyable. Right. And the episode, the build up to that is what makes it so nice. Especially because like you mentioned with how like simple it is after all this chaos they just went through to have just like, oh, it's back to normal. It's this is, this is the this is the cleanup time. This is time to get back to work. Now, can you please promise us? Because I feel like our listeners are getting wary. This segment it will not be in vain, right? Like you really think that there are some episodes where the credits are better than the episodes? Yeah, I promise. <laughs> are you worried? I'm a little worried. Are you sweating? I'm a little sweaty. <laughs> um, I. I remember us having a conversation about creating the segment, and I know for a fact it's because there was an episode that had that. So okay. keep your so fingers crossed. So we're doing it for one episode, probably. I don't know. I <laughs> okay. don't know. So everyone likes a long runner. 
Yeah. So we score these credits on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. <laughs> Skylar, what do you give it? A seven. Seven H's. Yeah. Yeah. For all the reasons you listed. You already went on your... I went on my tangent, and my tangent didn't really allow room for something that you said, which was it is a very, very chaotic episode, and this brings it back down, which I love, too. Yeah, which is why I'll just go a little bit higher. Oh, wow. Because I like that it's, like, calm, and it's it brings you back with the theme song, and it's like, this is where we started. This is this where is we are. This is where we yeah. started. 7.5. Oh I love it. it. H's is what I'll give it. Now, quick question for yeah. you. If we had seen these credits after a 10 credit sequence, would you have been disappointed? Like, I feel like there's something about the placement of where this was that we liked it so much. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I think it was, it's like a good little, I don't know. Are you saying that like if I saw like a really good one and then it was just like this boring, kind of boring one, I would be yeah. like, yeah. Or this or was, was like, like the season premiere and these were the credits they did for the season premiere. I don't know. I can't say. Sometimes the scoring, what gets me to the scoring is the conversation we have leading up to it. It's and it's true. not necessarily what I would score if when we first sat down. I think context does kind of play a factor. That's it. That's all we have for you. Thank you, as always, for listening. We appreciate uh, you guys so much. If you would be so kind as to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to this, it helps us out. Um, follow us on social media, Bob's Credits, all across the board. We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash Bob Credits. We've added a, a just a tip jar tier. So if you just want to just like chip in a dollar a month to us, uh, we, we are going to put it towards a few things. We're going to put it towards... Uh, extra coffee to get Skylar through my chip chip a ruse. Amen. Um, we're going to put it towards toys without squeakers for biscuits so we can record without them squeaking in our mics. Um, we're going to put it towards what was the third the third thing for me? Maybe like an educational spice collection for you to help with your your burger puns. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Or maybe like buy me uh, a DVD or Blu-ray that is not There Will Be Blood. Why so do I we can- have DVDs and Blu-rays? It's a good question. We don't need any. Is that it, Skylar? Do we have anything else we want to say before we get out of here? I think you might have a little something. Oh, um, just to stay saucy. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I'll drink your milkshake. That's a bummer. I have never seen this movie, Max. (laughs) Why would I be quoting it? Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.